Previously on Coruscant Nights. So we are starting tonight in the back room of Brax Bar in Little Onderon. We see three people sitting around a table. There are a couple other people hanging out in the corners, but the the room is mostly dark. The center table illuminated from above. This is uh, kind of interesting here. We got we got we got a clone. We got someone who's kind of got no Anubas in the fight, uh, so to speak. And then uh, I used to be a separatist. How about that? Don't get many of us around here. You you are not Jedi, and he starts counting out his fingers. You're not Jedi, you're not bureaucrat, or plutocrat, or banker, or you know, you're just, you're one of us. Size matters not. Let me guess. Let me guess. The Jedi did not bring peace, no? Uh, you'd actually be surprised. The the Jedi kind of saved us. Really? And uh, Kaz will look over at Brock and signal for another round. <laughs> Brock, Brock gives you a, a little finger gun and walks off to the, to the front of the bar. Yeah, so... We were doing our maneuvers and stuff. There was, uh, there was, you know, that planet is, it's, it's kind of like Mustafar. It's, it's pretty hot. A lot of lava and stuff. And a lot of the battle happened under the surface. A lot of flying under the surface, which is, you know what? Not easy. Tell you what. In all this action, there was a, uh, there was a cave-in. And it was, uh, me and my two Celestin brothers and this Jedi trapped underground in Celeste. And uh, she helped us get out. It was it was a couple days down there. It was it was it was tough going. She had to cut through rock, believe it or not. And uh, yeah, the three of us left the left the separatists. We didn't really know what we were fighting for anymore. Things things got things got pretty bad there for a while. And and she was she was tired of the the politics, the war. And I, uh, I think she left too. Kaz sits there slowly nodding uh, and like looking down kind of introspectively. And, and when you say that she left, his, his head totally jerks up. Bush. Yeah, Dice is kind of having a moment too where uh, uh, he, he looks confused and concerned and he doesn't really know what to, what to think about a Jedi leaving the Order. Well, maybe there is hope after all. Why, why would she leave though? I mean... Battle of Celeste, the war, was, the war was almost over. We had almost won. I mean, no offense to you or anything, being a former separatist and all, but it, we're almost there. We're, we're going to be a unified galaxy again. It's what we want, right? Everybody to just get along? Yes, but who is making everyone get along? Who gets to decide what is, you know, who gets to keep peace and what whose peace are they keeping, though? You know? Right, and it's it's a it's a tough thing for me too. I mean, I was I was born for the war. What do I do when it's over? But uh, again, I was I was born for it. This is this is my cause, and I should see I, it through, right? I tell you what, war is over. I introduce you to your other brothers, the Varad. 
You, you still in contact with them? All, all the friends I had that brought me to uh, to Coruscant, they all died. They had mission. I was not part of mission, but they did not come back from mission. So I am here on my own too. You know, I, I need something to do. All I do at night, I, I go and I, you know, I, at night I go and I'm, you know, on call medic, paramedic. And and then you know on the weekends I uh, I like to get uh, I like to uh, fight. Have you ever been down to that little rink in the back alley? <laughs> you, you know, three blocks uh, down. You, you fight. Do not let my creaking joints and my beady little eyes discourage you. It's I will the, the take st- you. <laughs> Stature, really. Uh. I will give you. I will give you one swipe first, and then, you, you know, no, we, we, we only do to first blood, and then we, we stop. We stop, but you know, it could be fun. <laughs> he looks at Rondo, and Rondo shrugs, and Brack comes in the back with the the next round of drinks and sets them on the, on the table. You gotta show him what's up. Look, look Brack. <laughs> Brack, where, where you put money? I, I, I throw all this money to, to my new friends Dicey and Rondo. But, but you, where do you put money? On on Pretty Boy here or on Scardold Kazi? You you boys should probably put your money on on, uh, on Kaz here. He's uh... no kneecaps are safe. Is enough said. Dice stands up. All right, for his first blood. Is that what you said? Yes, till till first broken <laughs> nose or you know, you know whatever. No? All it's, right, no weapons. We just go. We have fun. And, and then I come back, I buy you another drink. You know, it's fun. This back room area, it's its really just this this table that you've been playing at and a couple chairs around the edges. Brack mostly uses it for storage, but when uh, when Kaz comes along, he opens it up for, for a game of cards. But there's room, and Dice stands up and opens his arms and says, All right, let's go. All right, first I take ibuprofen, and then we go. And Dice chuckles a little bit. <laughs> All right. I joke, I joke, I joke. I have some for you, too. You will need it. <laughs> Rondo and and Brack talk off in the corner and put some credits on the table. I'm going to give him first swipe. Okay. And, and so he just stands there kind of with his arms open wide, just chuckling gently to himself. Do you have anything to add to my role? Uh, no, not yet. I might hold that in reserve. Okay. All right. So he takes a swing. He is punching downwards at Kaz. I think I think the first one maybe is, is a little light. He, he doesn't want to hurt the old guy. This has to be a joke, right? So he gives Kaz a little tap, which is going to be three strain minus your soak. Do you know how many times I have dislocated that shoulder? You do not. <laughs> and he just kind of smiles and, uh, and 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 chuckles, and then he kind of you, you see he kind of rocks back on his right leg as if he's about to just absolutely catapult forward. So, wh- do you want to add anything to this? I didn't actually expect this. Dice is adversary one. Okay, that's fine. I want to use anatomy lessons if I land this. Okay. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> Out of all that. One he success. was lucky there. Yeah. Yeah. But still, he does with one success. <laughs> one, three, takes 
nine damage and it, it ignores soak. <laughs> wow. Wounds are strain. Uh, straight to strain. He's yeah. he's not here to like hurt the guy. Right, he's right. just here to, to be an absolutely silly. But I think you knock him off his feet. What is, so what does that look like? You, you rock back on your feet and sort of catapult up at him? Yeah, and so because Kaz is is a medical expert, you know, he he's he's not a fighter, but he knows, okay, I'm going to aim for, you know, where his diaphragm is. I want him to lose his, you know, ring his bell, but not actually hurt him. I don't want to go for a kidney punch. I don't want to do this. Mm-hmm. Da, da, da. And, and he looks at him, gauges his weight, where he's holding his fat in his body, where, you know, what will get his attention, basically. And so, so he, he aims slightly upward at the diaphragm to just kind of just take his wind out completely and kind of get him to see stars. Perfect. He sees stars and uh, the Ortolan in the corner sort of chuckles to himself and goes back to his data pad and Brack and Rondo uh, erupt in, in laughter as Dice just like loses his breath and bends forward and breathes heavily for a second. Oh, you're stronger than you look. Why, thank you, brother. No, we we don't have to keep going. If if you want if you want to take a rest or go get a drink, I already bought your next drink. It's, you know, it's it's good for you. He holds up a hand. Yeah, um, I don't need any more. I'm I'm good. I'll take that drink and that ibuprofen. I've got it for you. Don't worry. I have med pack in backpack. It's it's good. It's good. We're good. And he he pats him companionably like on the back of his hamstring because i mean mm-hmm. where else is he gonna pat he's not gonna you know yeah and so they walk over and like they start sharing even more stories mm-hmm. kaz starts talking about all the escapades he got into with varad and he kind of he kind of hints at uh, a couple of the actual deals that he uh he made with uh, bodega the huts mm-hmm. syndicate uh, yeah. he, he doesn't, you know, he, he's sober enough to know, I, I don't need to divulge that yet. Yeah. We should roll that next round of resilience checks. Yeah. And what do we got to do here? A, a, a setback because it's the next round or what do you want to do? Or do we upgrade it for the second round? I don't think we upgrade. Maybe we do a hard check instead of an average check. Sure. Sure. That makes sense. Ooh. So Kaz is visibly taking it. He's considering, you can see the calculation in his eyes that maybe this is the last round. Maybe this is the Maybe. Maybe not. Yeah. This was uh, not a good round for anybody, really. I think after after the hit the Dice took, the drink was like uh, another punch. Rondo is awfully quiet. A little more quiet than he typically is. And I think his, his tell is going to show in this next hand. Mm-hmm. Kaz looks at his cards and he's just disappointed. Like he's not even trying to hide it at the moment. Rondo scratches his ear and there's a little smirk on the side of his mouth, the corner of his mouth. Kaz looks over at Brock, gives him one finger up and points at Rondo for the signal of just get this, just this guy one round. (laughs) And Dice is quiet when he looks at his hand. Brock comes back with... With just that last drink, and he sets it quietly down next to Rondo. And Rondo reveals his hand. Rondo got one success, two advantages, and a triumph. And he's pretty satisfied with it. Uh, and uh, his his hand moves up to his, his ear again as he 
uh, smirks with his. He's he's pretty happy with his hand. Mm-hmm. Well, Kaz holds out a hand. It's 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 a middling hand at best. It's probably about a twelve ish. 12, maybe 13. He's at this point, he actually clocked himself a little bit when he, uh, he laid it on dice earlier. So his, his head's ringing ever so slightly. So he's like, I did not win. I did not win. He's okay. We're just having fun making friends. Yes. Yeah. yeah just, uh, just making friends, just making friends. And then dice slowly lays his hand down. Well, that's the back. He got, uh, he got a 23. <laughs> Okay, he's good, he's good. Okay, uh, Brack, bring him whole bottle. It's, it's congratulations. No, I, I, I don't think I need a whole bottle. I, um, I've had plenty. I've, I've got a shift in a couple hours anyway. I'm, I, got, I gotta cut myself off. It's okay, you take home with you. Brack, not mind. It's not, it's okay? Uh, yeah, I guess it's fine. Look, Brack just won a lot of money on me hitting your stomach. It's okay. He give you bottle. And Brack goes back to the front. I am going to flip a dark side point. I've got all these dark side points. Yeah, we haven't really touched them. <laughs> we haven't really touched them. We're going to touch them now. Okay. From the front of the bar, you hear a little bit of commotion. Something's happening outside. It sounds like maybe a, a loud engine pulling up. Maybe a few loud, loud engines pulling up. And Brack's bar, the, the front of it, is sort of set up like almost like an old western saloon. It's got those uh, bat wing doors that mm-hmm. only cover the center, and so you, you push them in. Yeah, flippy flappies. Yeah, flippy flappies. And a large person pushes through those doors. He is very, very tall. A Deveronian. He's got yellowish orange skin and large horns on the top of his head. And he starts looking around. And as he gets into the bar, two more Deveronians come up behind him and through the door. Hey, ugly, I'm over here. Ah, <sighs> oh, just the guy we were looking for. You're Kaz, right? Yes, I could smell you walking into the door. It's okay. Bodega, you owe him some money, right? Yes, and I'm going to win it tonight. Ah, it's okay. He, he sold me your debt. Okay, I win so it tonight. So now you owe me money. You have it right now? You have it with you? No, but you, uh, have you ever played Sabak? I am pretty good. He looks to the guy at his left. He looks to the person to his right. Have I played Sabak? Yeah, of course I've played Sabak. I'm pretty good too. Okay, so we go double or nothing. Wait, you want, you, is this really what's happening? Do you want to, you want to double your debt to me? You want to double your debt to Coruscant's Blood Wolves. Yes, maybe then you could get plastic surgery. I have a very good hand with that, though. But I'm just saying. You can see that uh, Brack is slowly moving to the the far side of the bar. You know, you've been here enough. You know that he has uh, a comlink down there that he uses every once in a while. He's probably going to call the clones. So... What, are we playing the the four of us? You want my buddies to join us too? What are we doing here? Well, you... Is, uh, so I owe Bodega and Bodega now give you and you know... Is, the, the, the problem here is... The problem here is... All these people have nothing better to do with their time. And, and you, you come to a medic. 
to say, give me money, and I say, okay, I, I give you money, but let's play a game of Sabak first. Alright, so we're putting 5,000 credits down on the table. You have 5,000 credits on you right now? Mm, no. No, I do not have it, but, but Rondo, he took, he took a lot of, uh, uh never mind. Rondo is kind of giving these guys the, the side eye. He's got one of his hands on the side of his face, not really wanting to mess with these people. Dice is still sort of recovering. He's got his arms over the spot that you punched him and is, is sitting in his chair. He, that last drink hit him kind of hard. Okay. Okay, so they don't want to play right now. How about how about something else? How about something else? You, uh, uh, how much, how much would it take off my debt if I let uh, the the other ugly, the, the yes, the one on your left? What what if I let him? Uh, you know, we go to first blood. You're gonna? What are you? Are you some kind of fighter? You're a little small. I, I, okay, so I go in back alley, and I occasionally get into bouts, is, is, you know, I have to make money, and so, you know, paramedics, they don't make all that much, they, you know, the local council, they do not give us good salary, there is no pension, no pension, okay, no pension, I mean, what, my kneecaps are my pension, apparently, look at you. He thinks about it for a second, and his, uh... You can see that the thoughts move across his face. What could go wrong? This guy's so small. My guys are really tough. This sounds like a good idea. He says, all right, let's do it. You against my boy. First blood. First blood. He's, he's, yep. you, you, you. Brack calls. Can you guys take this outside, please? Yes, of course. We do not want to disturb his business messing up my business, no? The big guy sort of looks at Brack with a, you're really making me go outside in his eyes. But then he turns and uh, and starts walking out the door. It is dark in Little Andron right now, pretty close to midnight. The person that you've challenged, he shrugs off his leather jacket to reveal a muscled form. He's probably about 6'3", red skin with large pointed horns. He has kind of uh, dark mutton chop things. And as he takes his jacket off, he's got this like sleeveless tank top on with the blood wolf symbol on the chest of it. That is very good work. I like that work. You tell me who is doing that work after we're done, no? Uh, sure. Okay. By the way, do you take 1200 milligram of ibuprofen when, when you have back pain? Um, I, I don't know. Should I? It's probably good for your size and your weight. You, you know, your metabolism is probably much better than mine. So probably 1,200. Oh, oh, oh okay. 1,200. I'll remember I, that. I'm sitting aside now for you, okay? Uh, hey, no, I don't think I'm going to need that. You're the one who's going to need that. And you're going to need a lot more. No, my, my size, I only need 400. But no, what I I'm si saying is that you're going to be in a lot of pain because you're small and I'm big. And you're going to need all of it. How you say solar plexus going to back of throat? What? What does that mean? Good job. Do you want to roll initiative on this one? Yeah, I think we need to. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's definitely going with cool because he's, you know, he's trying to obviously talk like over his head smack. <laughs> well, he's a little bit cooler than this guy. 
All right, so the Deveronian sort of puts up his fists in, in a fisticuffs manner, moving them back and forth, waiting for the chance to punch downward. I'm not going to do anatomy lessons just yet. Okay. So I think I'm think I'm going to hold that for round two. What is he uh, adversary one or two? He is honestly a minion. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> so no. Okay, so I'm just going straight purple. Uh, two purple. Yep, two purples. Okay. You know what? I've got all those dark side points. Let's flip one. Sounds good. Okay. So he is going to rock back on his right leg. And uh, I think we all hear Rondo give a slight squeak of a chuckle uh, <laughs> as if he's snorting to himself uh, while mm-hmm. watching through the uh, the flippy flap door. Yeah. And, um, and here we yeah, go. The, the three Deveronians have all made it out front. And uh, Rondo and dice are sort of leaning on those on those doors. They've got their arms over the top of them, and they're just looking out from inside. So he does seven damage <laughs> just straight up. Uh-huh. Just does hitting it him. ignore Soak? It ignores Soak, yeah. Uh-huh. And I want to do Disorient with... Uh, oh, you don't, you, don't, you don't have to. You knocked him out. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you ignored okay. Soak. He's, he's out. Yeah. So there's that. With the three advantage, then, I'd like to say that he he not only plows through him, he jumps through the hit and lands in a three-point stance, like Uh Iron Man on the other side. So, yeah, you jump through that hit, land like Iron Man on the other side, and as you land behind you, he rocks on his heels and falls to the ground. The two other Deveronians who are there look shocked. That was completely unexpected. You said he was your boy. You said he was your boy. What, uh, is this what you hire him for? I think, since that was so easy for you, the leader of these three shouts at you and says, I don't know what you did, but you cheated. And I think he's going to raise his fists. So the leader is on top of things more than the other guy. The other guy is just sort of a bit of a goon. And the leader rockets towards you and is going to try to punch. He's not going to succeed. All right. So he is in a little bit of a rage. I'm going to upgrade because he is not feeling too happy about you one-shotting his his buddy, his boy. All right. So he rockets towards you. He, unlike his friend, did not bother to take off his jacket. He runs towards you and swings doing a little bit better than dice did he he does he does six damage total and i think it's gonna go uh to your strain because you do still in his eyes owe him money and uh as he punches he he sort of puts you in the right space for his uh his goon to try and to try and hit you sure and his goon also hits amazingly Mm. for six so the goon runs up next to him and you're small you're a lot smaller than these guys he kicks at you um and i think he he hits you in the in the bad leg yeah that makes sense the way he's positioned himself the leader of the two uh the two remaining people the leader he is sort of at your side and the goon is at your front and they're both so close to you that it's going to be pretty easy for you to hit them 
and you can have a boost on your next roll because I'm feeling okay. uncreative with that set, with that uh, threat. Okay. You can hear Rondo and and Dice cheering you on from from inside. So uh, as Kaz is preparing and like squaring himself off, he he's looking over at the leader, and he mm-hmm. says, "You know what the problem that the separatists have? They open up too many fronts in their war. Why have multiple fronts? It's classic." mistake for strategically minded individuals, no? And so he's gonna go at the goon, and let's see, so there's a boost. Uh, again, I'm not gonna uh, use anatomy lessons uh, yet. Okay. <laughs> Dice calls, I do the thing you did to me. Oh, you mean this? And just <laughs> rams his, he just he hiccups, and then falls over. <laughs> Yep, and that's just your uh, your successes on that one. That's that's gonna gonna do it there. What do you want to do with that triumph? I think I want to upgrade his check against me next oh, okay. time. Okay, so you were very fast. You you moved in faster than he could really notice. So his swing is going to be a little bit wild when he goes after you. Yeah, and I think it's also like the psychological factor. Of he's seen these guys take out guys twice my size. <laughs> That's and, true. Yeah. And and so like he is it, it, the the red veil is coming down in front of his eyes. And very distantly your threat you hear the sirens of the the clone cruisers. Okay. So he is seeing red and punching through it. As his as his friend goes down, he kicks out towards you. That is 6. I think with that triumph he is doing it less meaningfully and that's going to go to your strain rather than uh rather than your wounds um yeah and plus i still owe him money you can't you can't yeah you know you can't get money out of a corpse right kaz is going to look down at his leg he says i'm going to have to take 600 milligrams you realize i have to up my dosage that's not good for my kidneys or my liver and and he uh, he kind of just looks at the guy. He says, you will need maybe 1,400, maybe more, maybe more. And so he's going to just go full at him. Uh, he's I'm going to flip a light side because he's, uh, he's tired of this. He thinks he's proven his point twice now. And so he just feels the, the moment shifting. And he looks at the guy. Like, I, I have to teach you a lesson that if you're mm-hmm. going to get some money out of somebody, this is not the way to do it. This, the, you know, he's seen violence and he's tired of violence. He only does the fighting because it pays the bills. It's because it's it's the way he gets by. He mm-hmm. never fights to truly injure and truly, truly do something evil because that's what he watched in the war and he's tired of this stuff. So yeah. um, with that, uh, he is going to uh, invoke his anatomy lessons, and he's just gonna try to to knock the guy out. Does this guy have um, uh, any ranks in uh, adversary? Nope, he does not. Okay, so it's three, thirteen straight to strain, no soak. That'll do it. Tell me what happens. So Kaz knocks him out, just completely knocks him out. And then he takes the three guys, and he actually like takes the time and and gets uh, Brack to bring out some water. He sets mm-hmm. out 
the appropriate amount of ibuprofen next to each of them with a small glass of water. And uh, he gets a little piece of uh, uh, paper and scratches out, I owe you 2,000 credits. <laughs> Great. And kind of walks off at that point. Yeah. And I think Rondo and uh, Dice are going to walk off with you. Rondo says, you two need a ride? Yes, please. I have to go set that man's broken limb. Is 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 not easy work, and I have just wasted all this time. Yes, let's let's go. And I says, yeah, I gotta I gotta get uh, get uptown within the hour, so could use it. Yeah, sure, thanks. And the three of you walk towards Rondo's blue cab, which is right around the corner. You get in and take off into the Coruscant night sky. So the three of you take off into the sky. And Dice's location is a little bit closer. So Rondo heads up there first. And you get in pretty close. You you can see the clone headquarters up ahead. And Dice feels a a sort of buzzing in his pocket. And he pulls out his little, his his portable comlink. And he pushes the button on, on the side. And a voice comes through. And it says, The time has come. Execute Order 66. Thanks for listening to this episode of Coruscant Nights. Coruscant Nights is a production of Nightcast Creative. To find out more about us and our projects, visit nightcastcreative.com. Thanks to Paul for playing on these episodes. And last but not least, don't forget about Donate for Destiny. Influence our destiny pool and make a difference in children's lives. Check out nightcastcreative.com destiny for more info and a link to donate.